We're wrapping up week 12. An interesting week for the rookie quarterbacks. Josh Rosen still not looking so great. Baker Mayfield looking even better. Lamar Jackson getting the Ravens another win. We'll talk about what all that means. Talk about the Thanksgiving slate. Uh, A lot of injuries. Melvin Gordon, uh, just to name the headliner. Uh, We got plenty to talk about. So let's break down week 12 and let's run up a score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hey, everybody. Gentlemen, happy belated. Let the people know, guys. You know, know, sometimes we catch some crap for not letting people know that Tom's doing it through the interweb. Yep. Even though you can tell. I'm still hurt. Yes. I'm still hurt. Yes. Take care of yourself, Tom. Too much to travel with a dead shoulder. I don't. And look at me, you know. Uh, speaking of guys who didn't take care of themselves, uh, didn't take care of our teams. No, let's get to losers of the week. And in true Rutz fashion, every loser of the week comes from a Thanksgiving game. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. Oh yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Um, well, I mean, dude, they were there were some of the worst touchdowns yeah. in the league well, all year well, going on in those games. Yeah. Back and forth and back and yeah. forth. It was ridiculous. Well, let's go in order, Scott. Uh, first game, Bears-Lions. Scott, your loser of the week is? Tom, Jordan Howard had a game this week. Did anybody tell him? <laughs> he, he hasn't been getting the message, man. Someone's got to think they're going to pay his phone bill. His assistant needs to be fired. Dude, he ha- <laughs> he has disappeared way too many times. I mean, I, I can't I can't shut this guy down forever because, you know, he has it in his offense. I think he could eventually get it going. But, God, this is bad. Yeah, Obviously, it was a short week, too, but he doesn't even have Mitchell Trubisky. So I'm thinking, you know, I said to Don before the game, I think Jordan Howard could see close to 20 touches in this game. He barely sees I thought like it was, 10. It was a big one. Could have been a huge one for him. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't at all. Uh, Mizzle scores a touchdown. Cohen scores a touchdown. So, basically, every running back on the roster besides Jordan Howard scores a touchdown. He gets you two points in half PPR. Because Big Jordan Howard loser. hates you. Loser. He loser, hates you. Loser, loser, loser. Yes. Just awful. Uh, in the next game, Cowboys versus Washington, Tom, the loser of that game was... Me and everyone that sat Amari Cooper. My God. What a jerk. I just took a traumatic loss because of this. I lost by uh, less than a field goal. And uh, I would have ran away with it had I started Amari Cooper. The problem is the rosters with Amari Cooper, if you were, you know, savvy, like I'd like to call myself, except it doesn't feel that way today, is, you know, you you bought low on the guy. I got him as like a throw in part of a Trey Burton deal. Where I get Trey Burton, who hasn't done much for me lately, no. but I digress. Loser of the week nominee. No kidding. I've got you know I've got receivers in spades on that team, and I just didn't think that Amari Cooper versus Josh Norman on a short week was the best thing of all time. And you know what? It turns out it was. It absolutely was the best thing of all time. And uh, I missed the boat. And you know, holy crap, do I feel like a loser about it? I think I guess he's got to be an auto start at this point. With the schedule looking like it is down and the stretch. No, that's just Amari Cooper setting it up for failure once yes, again. Of course. I know. That's why I'm so tentative about it, and it just pisses me off. It's uh, I, it makes me feel dumb, makes me feel like a big stinky loser. And uh, you know, <laughs> you, you think heart, that I was Tom. talking. You think I was talking about my shoulder that I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt from Thanksgiving watching Amari Cooper 
paper go off like that and uh, me not get any points out of it. Scott and I missed both of Amari Cooper's touchdowns when we were driving. Yes. So I feel like we have some culpability in this because he didn't have any touchdowns. Amari Cooper's been waiting for me to see a touchdown from him for four years, and he finally gets two, and I missed both of them. That game went from having no shot to hitting the over to hitting the over by the time we drove home. Yeah, I know. Nice. Well, that's what happens when hand. you throw out and you get 90-yard touchdowns. Yes, that is yeah, what happens. no kidding. 90-yard exactly. touchdowns. And the other one was 40. So, Amari Cooper, bonus league darling this week. I'll tell you what, Tom, you were not alone. There were yeah. a lot of people I saw that benched Amari Cooper. I didn't because I'm desperate. <laughs> that's why That's why I wanted to bring it up because, yeah. honestly, I can't not be the only one in the world, and that's no. why I wanted to bring it up. I wanted to uh, share in the pain of all my fellow brethren who took a loss on behalf of sitting Amari Cooper by their own hand this week All those in a holy, Ruts holy week. All those Ruts people, unfortunately. In the holy, one of the holiest of weeks. Yes. One of the holiest, not the holiest. Yes. Uh, my loser of the week, Michael Thomas. And it's not his fault. He just, they just stopped getting targeted. They just knew that they could roll. The Saints just knew that they could roll this Falcons defense over and do whatever they want to them to the tune of Drew Brees throwing for under 200 yards, but four touchdowns and each of those touchdowns to players who scored their first touchdown of the year besides Austin Carr. Three of the four guys who caught touchdowns from Austin Carr scored their first touchdown of the year and two of them scored their first touchdown of their career. Every single player was undrafted. Every single player that caught a touchdown was undrafted. They literally got cute at the expense of Michael Thomas because it's not like Michael Thomas was having a bad game by any stretch. He caught a pass in triple coverage. I mean, he does that every He week. was walking all over this Falcons team, too. The Saints just decided to get cute, and because they decided to get cute, Michael Thomas ends up looking like a loser, and it's really not even his fault. This is the best matchup he could have had, and he turded. Yeah, I know. It stinks. For me. I blame Breeze. Yeah. Doesn't he know at this point in the year who we need the Tuds to go? Yeah. He knows. At least Kamara got you 10 and half PPR. Yeah. But that but, still hurts, too. Yeah. <laughs> when he's projected for 25 standard, yeah, of course it does. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. I was very mad at Michael Thomas. But from the losers come the heroes. Let's get to our waiver wire heroes of the week. A two touchdown game on Thanksgiving. Legarrette no Blunt less. back from the Le-Garrett dead. Legarrette Blunt. I mean, if Carryon Johnson is going to continue to be out, Legarrette Blunt is claimable, is rosterable. That's... If he isn't, if, if Carryon Johnson is going to play, he's not. Yep. It's as simple as that. Right, but I mean, some people might need him. You know, at this point in the year, some people might need that guy to stash yeah. on the bench. If you have Carryon Johnson, absolutely go out there and take Legarrette sure. Blunt. Definitely. Yeah. Um. You're going to notice that this episode is just filled with guys who we've mentioned already, um, but it's kind of that – it's getting to yeah, that point Yeah, but Tom has some, something really important to say about DJ Moore, and he I think he's really big on his prospects. So go ahead, Tom. Give us the lowdown on DJ Moore the rest of the way. Well, if you're just talking schedule here, there's not much better than remaining schedule for DJ Moore. We've got Tampa Bay next week. Oh it's a redemption game for him. He's the only one who didn't really get his – versus Tampa Bay in the last outing, even though the Panthers truly did get theirs. Oh, yeah. Cleveland, week 14. Um, week 15, he gets the New Orleans Saints. And uh, week 16, the holiest of all weeks, the championship week, we play against the Atlanta Falcons. It's a Wowie. barn burner every single time. And those last two weeks are home, folks. Those weeks are home. Okay. 
Oh, man. And he just came off a 100-yard game. Uh, another guy I'd love to throw in the mix, just like we said last week, and why I shut down Devin Funches for the year without knowing anything about his injury. <laughs> now he has a back injury that he's laboring with. But Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore are true playmakers. They're showing it. Cam is trusting them more and more. The matchups are there. Go scoop either one of these guys up. You're going to be able to play them down the stretch. You got to. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, they've looked really interesting. And like we said, Funches is just not the answer. And Samuel's getting the red zone looks, which I love. And he's cashing. And, you know, he's giving them just straight up 50-50 balls. And he's oh, going yeah. up and getting them. So yeah. it's just an amazing sign. You got to love These it. guys are two young, really, really yeah. gifted guys. Yeah, you got to love it. Uh, so we will move yeah, on Yeah, I think now. DJ okay, Moore – hold on. I think DJ Moore offers like a little bit more of a reliability factor. I think He's so more too. of like a regular wide receiver type dude. And, uh, you know, Curtis Samuel, as interesting as he is, is used in all these creative ways. But you can't rely on creativity every single week. Right, of course. Um, we'll move on now. Jermaine Curse had a bit of a resurgence for the Jets – it's, uh, it's linked to McCown. Yeah. Uh, it seems like that uh, Darnold is going to come back next week, but it's just another guy to pay attention to. He saw 12 targets in this game, and if they're going to be losing, McCown's going to be out there. You know, you guys have heard this rhetoric from us before. Always will. You know, the trust and the reps go a long way, and, you know, Curse will be a beneficiary of that going forward. Obviously, he's been horrible, you know, throughout the year to trust because he's been killing us in daily fantasy all year oh he has but i mean i think he's a fine ad you know as a speculative type of ad yeah definitely uh another kind of another guy i'm viewing specifically as a speculative type ad is kenny stills uh decent game coming back against the colts the colts defense not looking as strong as i would have hoped because i started their defense in a couple of different spots this week uh, but, you know, we love Kenny Stills on this show, so if we can get an excuse to talk about him, we're going to do it. And Amendola got hurt in this game, so yes. it's possible oh, wait. that... Change the record. Yeah. Danny Amendola's hurt? I know. Another... The Iron Man himself? <laughs> a shocker. <laughs> I mean, he's made it this far. I mean, we should have had a bet going, like, we could have taken sides. Who would have made it further into the year, Jordan Reed or Danny Amendola? Because I feel like oh, those would be, be that two, been... two great ones to have that type of bet with. Is that too dark for the prop bet pool? Ooh, to do may- something like maybe. that for next year. We'll think about yeah, that. Yeah, it's next a little year. macabre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think I think the whole reason that uh, Kenny Stills is, you know, you see week one, he had a great week. You see all these good things um, that they were anticipating with him. That was with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, the departure from Kenny Stills from the offense really had a lot to do with Brock Osweiler. So now that Tannehill's back out there, you know, it's worth a look because you know you look back all the way to week one, Kenny Stills was. Uh, a wide receiver won that right. week. I yeah. know that's a huge stretch, but um, he, he's you know, definitely that's not the team. you know the top of the, the top of the crop. I think this week, I think uh, another guy that we're looking at like Josh Reynolds. Just don't forget about him because they had their buy. If he is somehow still out there, yes. I mean, he needs to be owned. Yeah, and that was my call. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, they had their bye week. He might not have gotten picked up. Make sure he, we but, bring him up. Yeah, I just felt like it was time. Uh, Josh Adams too. I mean, he might be out there. He's 55% owned in Yahoo, which doesn't make any sense today. And he scored again, had another touchdown called back. The called Eagles back. just had a drive yeah. where they gave him the ball every single play, and he scored. It was nuts. So, like, I mean, they did keep Clement involved, but Smallwood, I didn't really see him out there at all when red zone cut to that game. Yeah, I didn't see much of him at all either. So, I, I really liked what I saw from Josh Adams once again, bailing me out in my razor-thin league. Uh, where I've been starting him as my RB2 for the last three weeks. <laughs> uh, Tom, what did you see from Gus Edwards this week? 
Well, I did see that it was the same exact price as Willie Sneed in DraftKings uh, when I was building some lineups this weekend, and nice. it really made me uh, it made me struggle. I had to actually just make multiple lineups because I really couldn't choose. But what I did wind up finding out is that uh, Gus Edwards was a much better play than Willie Sneed this oh, yeah. week. Uh, I think in what way? <laughs> <laughs> mostly in the in the realm of uh, in points, I'd Man, say. Points. He per- yeah, uh, Willie Sneed decided to not show up in that category, but the categories <laughs> that he did show up in are that Gus did show up in today. 23 rush attempts, 118 rushing yards, which is something that's really, really great, especially considering the fact that the offense was taken off the field two times, basically by the special teams touchdown and the defensive touchdown. I know. Uh, Lamar Jackson rushes the ball a human number of times this game, not an inhuman or he has inhuman ability, but it was a human number of rushes, something that we can actually, you know, sort of start to count on. And um, these things are going to take away from passing opportunities. Like Willie Sneed is going to fall by the wayside. John Brown actually catches a pass instead of being not involved. Weird. He thing. saw seven um, targets for John Brown, but they just could not get it going. No. Yeah. And John you Brown know, Willie Sneed does Flacco dependent. Would we all agree? I think right now is the it's a wide receiver roulette that I'm not willing to play. Yeah. Uh, also, if we want to go through all of them, Michael Crabtree got Richard Sherman again in the end zone. Oh the play God. where if you think back on that play where Richard Sherman was like, that's what happens when you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree. Yeah. That was the play. The guy did the tip to his other player yeah. for interception <laughs> right. in the touchdown. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. that's what happens when you – when you try someone with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, <laughs> even though Crabtree did find the end zone, maybe one day we'll understand. Maybe one day we'll finally get it through our heads. But I'll I'm always sure. love Crabtree. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> we'll move on now. Uh, Adam Humphrey scores again. Looks like he's got that uh, rapport with Jameis Winston. So one of the things I wanted to bring up about Humphreys is that he saw he was seeing twenty percent of a Jameis Winston led target share going into this week. And again, he sees another six or seven targets this week. So this guy's getting more steady production than Godwin and Deshaun Jackson with Winston in the game. So I think you need to stop playing Deshaun Jackson and Chris Godwin, and you need to start playing Adam Humphreys if you're going to load out one of the lower-end wide receivers on the Bucks. The 2018 Bucks passing game takes another wicked turn. Still scoring points, baby. Yep. As the Bucks bring the points. That's the soap opera. <laughs> well, the next guy we can talk about is Cameron Brait. He's back. He scored. If Jameis is back, Cameron Brait is back. It's as simple as that. It's one plus one equals two. Uh, Cameron Brait, Harvard-educated man, smart route runner, went out and got open for his boy Jameis today and scored yes. for you big if you started him. Cameron Brait is our boy, too. We have loved Cameron <laughs> Brait undyingly for years. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to continue to deliver, like Tom said. This offense is going to move through Mike Evans, Adam Humphreys, and Cameron Brait, as opposed to O.J. Howard, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin, yeah. or Deshaun Jackson like it was with Fitzpatrick. Uh, Jameis really seems to just stick to the guys that he has the, the better rapport with. And really those over, the, you know, the middle of the field options with Brait and Humphreys, he's just more comfortable throwing to them. Maybe that's Fitzpatrick's problem is that he just walks into the room and be like, I have a good rapport with everybody. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, he's got a sweet beard. People I'm going like to chuck it deep. People like beards. He's got a lot of friends, I bet. Well said. He throws friend. deep at the sideline because he's got nothing to lose. Jameis throws it over the middle and, you know, safe Because he's somewhat. got everything as to much, lose. As safe as he can be. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got everything to lose. Yeah. Um, we'll go now. You're right, Tom. 
We'll go, on. We'll go now to another receiver in that game, Dante Pettis. He ends up scoring a touchdown in a game where Marquise Goodwin, uh, something's going on with their family, with his family that nobody wants to talk about. Like the the That's 49ers sad. haven't said what it is. He hasn't said what it is. And so it's really bad. Well, and they don't seem in any him. rush to get him back. And they want him to just deal with what he needs to deal with. So, you know, our thoughts are with the Goodwin family for whatever's going but on. But Pettis is the future of their receiving core. Yeah. And- you know, this is a guy who I've loved since the very first episode of this season, season yes, you two. Have. But, uh, you know, he's been getting more chances, and I think he'll continue to get more chances as this season goes on. It's a complete yep. waste year, so why not soak up targets with Dante Pettis? He looks good out there. He's really elusive once he catches the ball. Yep. So I think he'll be used as more of a receiver like Emmanuel Sanders, like get the ball in his hands and let him run with it as opposed to like a straight-up, you know, outside type receiver. Right. Absolutely. Uh, we'll stick with uh, – or sorry, we're not sticking with anything. We're moving all around. We're moving on. Josh Doxson had a decent game with Colt McCoy at the helm. Yeah, he saw uh, double-digit targets. Yep. So, I mean, is is that good enough for you guys? Good Always. Good enough for me. Always. Always good enough for me. It's a bad team, though. Yes. Bad team, but it also leads to, you know, some, some favorable Doxson game scripts down the stretch um, as they continue to lose games. So, another guy you could probably do a lot worse than. Yeah. Uh, you, we wrote on the dock all of the annoying wide receivers on the Saints. If you want to play roulette with one of those guys while Traquan Smith is out, go for it. Yeah. We're not recommending it. No. But, I mean. I actually think Traquan Smith will be back uh, for their next game. Yeah. It was a short week, and he was actually quoted to say, like, oh, I'm going to play in this game. Like, he was pretty confident that he was going to play. It's a toe injury. Right. And uh, I guess they didn't want to risk it or they couldn't get him out there in time. I think with this elongated stretch of recovery and all that stuff, he can overcome the toe and uh, get onto the field for this very important run that the team is making. Right. I think you're right, Tom. I think that short week, you know, it's just another thing, you know, you can chase. If you're going to chase points, like if Traquan Smith is out, you can chase points in this offense. You know, yeah. don't go chasing points in some other ones with even like Pettis and tough matchups. I'd rather have a receiver on the Saints. Yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls. That's what I was going to say, Don. Just, just stick, stick to, to the, the rivers, rivers and, and the streams that you're, that you're used, used to. to. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Well, I didn't sub out streams because it is that. No, you just stick to the rivers and the breeze that you're used to. Streams is not <laughs> yep. the lyric. It's lakes. No, it's not. It's Please stick to the rivers and the lakes, lakes that you're used yeah, to. Yeah, it is, Tom. Well, streams was a good joke then, too, Tom's idiot. Tom's life it has is. just been shook to its core. <laughs> I'm Googling the lyrics if you hear me typing. You could have just asked me. It's the same thing. Uh, a couple of chargers make the list. Mike Williams, because he scores two tuds. You get that respect always from us. Yeah. Um, but this is Mike Williams. It's lakes. I know. <laughs> I know. Tom, we'll give you some time to recover from that. You don't come at me with lyrics. Come on, man. Um it's but, lakes. <laughs> um, but Austin Eckler, though, he's a much more important guy to get to because Melvin Gordon oh. leaves this game with a knee injury. They were talking about holding <laughs> no, him out no. of this game. He tried to convince them that. Um, and he, but he sustains an injury that wasn't one. It's not like he, he re-injured his hamstring. Right. So, like, him coming into this game, I bet they do feel a little bad because they won so easily. They won so easily on his back, though, so. You know, maybe maybe it's a different story if he's yeah. not out there on the field. But this is looking like a multiple week injury, absolutely brutal. Hopefully, the, for the people that have Melvin Gordon, you're in some good standing because he has put you in a great spot. If Austin Eckler is out there, spend every last penny you have in Fab. 
you know, if you have the number one claim, Now's start the doing the happy dance right now because him in this offense, he caught 11 balls just in this game alone. And if he comes into the game as a full starter, you know, obviously he has a really high ceiling. 42 of 44 snaps. And Austin a very high floor. Too. In the last game, Melvin Gordon mixed, missed. And those other backs got some work, so I yeah. think that they would still too. But I think he would assume that Melvin Gordon role, and then they'll have the other guy play the Eckler role probably. Yeah. All right, we've got one more name to get to. And CJ Uzama has come back from the dead so well. I'll let you work on a you joke. You would think that he was an extra on The Walking Dead. Wow, nice one. That's yeah. right. I had it ready. I, didn't I had know. my Uzama joke of the week ready to roll. I shouldn't have doubted you for a second. It's back. I mean, because... it wasn't the true format of the Uzama joke, though. No, but... That's that's we'll save some we gotta save something for the preview episode. <laughs> we can't just come out firing on all cylinders on Tuesday. Don's gotta say Don's got his jokes planned out. He already yeah. knows who his plum big tight end is gonna be. So now he's got the Nothing joke. Nothing better than that. But with Jeff Driscoll, I was calling him Joel Driscoll all day, but his name is Jeff Driscoll. Uh he peppers Uzama. Uzama saw twelve targets in this game. So Uzama's back, I think. If this guy's going to be getting starts, Andy Dalton hurt his thumb. Apparently, he didn't break his thumb. But if he, you know, if he misses time, I think Uzama's going to get targets, man. Did you see what he was wearing after the game? He had like this big red sweatsuit on. He looked so big. Everybody who saw him walking down the tunnel was like, "Hey, Kool-Aid! <laughs> Two Uzama jokes. Let's roll. Uh, we'll break down." This. That's not really a Uzama joke. <laughs> Right. Shut up, this is a joke about Zama. <laughs> All right, but I should reference his schedule. Next week, Denver, pretty weak against the tight end. Uh, the Chargers, his only tough uh, contest left is in week 14. Week 15, Oakland, anyone can score on them. And week 16, back at Cleveland for the revenge game of this one. So no matter who's at the helm of quarterback, I actually do like that schedule down the stretch. If maybe you're a Jimmy Graham owner and you're frustrated, who knows how uh, – who you know, I don't know exactly how to him this long. Yeah, he's yeah, got to make you sick by now. Uzama is uh, he's ready to go. All right. And so are the jokes. We'll run down <laughs> the slate now. Uh, Bears Lions was an uggo. And yeah, some weird man. random oh. people scored. Kenny Galladay goes over 100 yards, kind of became the breakout star of this game. Tom, where do you think I want to hear it right now? Where does Kenny Galladay get drafted next year? Sixth round. Tom, sorry. Where does Kenny Galladay <laughs> get drafted next year? Uh, uh, I hate to say that Don is probably right, Damn it. but he might go a little bit earlier. It just depends on if, like, uh, I don't know, man. We tough, got, man. He's gonna be tough to gauge. I think there's a lot of players. He could be one of those guys that finishes super strong and it bumps him up a little bit too much. Doesn't it feel like there's so many players like that? Yes. Like if Nick Chubb finishes at this pace, Ooh. if Aaron Jones finishes at this pace, these guys, like there's a lot of these guys oh, yeah. who can rise oh, yeah. like crazy, I think, over these past couple of weeks. It's going to be awesome to watch. Galladay, definitely one of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. You could make the case for Saquon number two overall. I just said it today. Not even kidding. Watching the games, I just said that today. I think it's obvious that he should be number two overall at this point. Agreed. I mean, he's so good every he's week. He's, he's so involved every week. It's crazy. Um but anyway, Washington, Dallas. First uh, is the Tud Man. Yes, of course. We, Always. I don't even know if we have to clarify that anymore. I like to. All right. Good enough. Uh, someone's going to take Mahomes in the first round next year, don't you think? Um. Yes. They're dumb. Yes, they are. Oh, they are dumb. I'm Tommy. just saying they're going to do it. I'm not saying, you know. How about I'm Zeke? also saying they're dumb. How about Zeke? 
Oh, he's another. a first rounder, huh? The Salvation Army bucket <laughs> gags need to keep happening. They should over have the that bucket the at the all the Cowboys home games. Yeah, the Salvation Army still needs funds in September and October. My guys. favorite part of I think maybe the whole day watching football. Dak gets the rushing touchdown. What Zeke a run. Picks Dak up and throws him into the Salvation Army bucket. Making a deposit. Awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. His second deposit of the day. And Z- yeah, Zeke put 21 bucks in there. That yeah. was awesome, too. Yeah. yeah. So they need that. You're right, yeah. Don. They need that every week. And he had a plant in the uh, in the, in the the crowd. He's like, hey, I'm, if I score, I'm going to come to you. Give me my money. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cameraman, yeah. I think. Right 21 bucks just into the bucket. That was He's cool. Got he didn't have a plant. He, he just went up to him and said, he just went up to a random guy and said, give me 21 bucks. Imagine if he just had you know, it right in his if pocket. If you know what's good for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, for Washington, not a lot you can glean from this game uh, in terms of what they did. Um, you know, Colt McCoy looked pretty good, made some bad interceptions, but threw a couple of touchdowns, the long one to Vernon Davis, and the other one was in garbage time. AP had a tough day, a tougher day than I thought he'd have. It's going to be tough sledding, I think, for him with McCoy because they're just going to key on him. Yeah, for sure. They're going to make him try and, and beat them, and he unfortunately won't be able to, I don't think. Not with this offense, because their offensive line has had a ton of injuries, too. This team is beat up. Yeah. Uh, the Saints beat the Falcons badly once again. Third week in a row, that defense has, hold, has held tough throughout the game. They didn't let the game become a shootout, and that's why Drew Brees you know, felt the need to get cute, which we t- touched on at the beginning of this show. Uh, I'm willing to Drew trust them against anybody to win, now though, going forward. Man. Yeah. He is awesome. He's unbelievable. Any doubt on him being the MVP? I mean, Mahomes having a five turnover game is really going to hurt him in the minds of voters, I think. In a game you lose by three points, a, too. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It, it's it's so tough for me to not give it to him. I think him. it has to be Breeze. It's it's weird because like they typically give the best not the best non-quarterback the offensive player of the year. But I think it might end up being like Breeze wins the MVP, and Mahomes offensive is offensive oh, yeah. player of the year. That's that would fair. be like a super weird wrinkle, which I think I'd like to see more than I think I'm at, we're actually going to see it. Because, of course, Todd Gurley's got his own MVP stake that he could uh, – and I guess so does Jared Goff now as well with how he played on Monday night. Huh. What a uh, game he had. Yes. Uh, but for the Falcons Saints, I'm willing to trust the Saints D for the rest of the year. I- I've seen enough, I think. I like that. Yeah, no I think the Saints D is the only matchup. It's that, solid, I think. Yeah, they just weren't ready for Fitzpatrick Week One, and it put a taste in everyone's mouth that they weren't a good defense anymore. If you go through it, even as a fantasy defense, they've had so many double-digit games, and you know they've blanked some really good teams, and they've held teams that are very, very good to very, very little. So. I'm I'm all in on the Saints defense. I think uh, I, I've liked them for a long time. They've been kind of one of my boys yeah. throughout these last couple of years. Fitzpatrick has been tricking everybody all year, man. <laughs> First he's good and he ruins all these defenses we were going to stream. Now he's bad. Just make up your mind. So he's tricking everybody like a like a magician because he's Fitzmagic? <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Browns, Bengals. <laughs> I guess Baker was feeling dangerous again. Yeah, one of the things I want to bring up, too, the Bengals let up an absurd amount of passing yards. So, like, you know, I think a lot of uh, sites and a lot of rankings that I saw were kind of slept on in Joku, and obviously he had a nice game. But if you have a tight end playing against this team, they allow so many passing yards that I think that it's an auto start. And if you have a receiver that's a starter against the Bengals, you can start them. They let up so many passing yards. It is absurd. You can basically start anybody against them. How about our man? Yeah, you can load it out. 
Yeah, that's probably got to be it, as long as, as the long photographer's as... held up their end of the bargain. Yeah, as long as they do. I mean, it's it has to be. Yeah, I mean, what a catch. He, another two there were some great candidates. Keenan had a really nice catch yes, on the sideline. Uh, someone else really dropped our jaw with Jared a touchdown, Cook. too. Jared, Jared Cook. Cook. Good call, Tom. That was a beauty. All right. Um, Aaron Jones just scored, and I'm pissed about it. Me, too. Not happy, uh-huh. either. <laughs> 49ers, Buccaneers, uh, Matt Breida. What a game. Uh, 150 total yards. Doesn't score, but really kind of keeps that Niners offense afloat and looking like an NFL offense. On the other side, though, Jameis Winston throwing for a ton of yards and hitting up Mike Evans, Bucks hitting QB, Cameron Bray. Yep. Adam Humphreys. I mean, it gets the ball gets spread around, the, and it's constantly in the air. you got to love having the Bucks QB, especially if you were able to roster both of these quarterbacks throughout the year. Yeah, I feel like if they had, like, a high-accuracy – quarterback this offense would just be unstoppable i really do like you know these guys are they have such a talented team and the scheme really gets all these guys open and in different situations you got mike evans going deep he wasn't able to sidewind on that play he almost got you a really long touchdown but still has a nice game you know all these guys in this offense are having good games they're getting decent target shares it's really nice to see you know I wish all bad teams can put up points like this. Yeah. It would really make fantasy a lot easier. It would certainly be more entertaining for all of us. Peyton Barber, a guy worth bringing up, gets a touchdown there. Ronald Jones inactive. So as long as Ronald Jones is inactive. Yeah, I think Peyton Barber is the guy they've never, ever really fully commit to Jaquiz Rogers. Only the, the only times they had it was totally out of like desperation and urgency. And as soon as someone came back, they took the job back and went more to a split. Right. So uh, because of that refusal to commit to Jaquiz, who we love, by the way, um, yes, I think Peyton have. Barber, Peyton Barber's good to go if Ronald Jones is out. And even if Ronald Jones comes back in in the right matchup, I'm not necessarily scared of starting Peyton Barber because Ronald Jones has been pretty bad. Yeah, I think I think Barber is good for the year. At this point, I mean, it's almost like just just let Ronald Jones have this as a lost season. Yeah. Let him come into camp next year, hopefully learning yeah. something from his struggles this year. Let Peyton Barber finish out the year. Like Don said, he's been hot. He's been playing yeah. fine. You know, just roll with it. And, you know, weirdly enough, he's, like, still out on the waiver in some leagues. So I think it's That's why I that you bring brought him up, him up yeah. Tom. Yeah. You know, like he keeps floating around. I think he's on on a lot of rosters where people are very willing to drop him too for anybody hot yep. who comes up. So you know, give it a give it a nice scroll through on your on your apps and make sure that uh, Barber's not yeah. out there. And most of them have the search function too. So if you if time is of the essence, then you can do that as well. Yeah, I've been getting good at the you know because of our two quarterback league. There's no waiver wire. I've been getting good at the speed search. You oh, know, yeah. how do I how do I get there from Yahoo real quick and stuff? So I'm getting yeah, we gotta know how to spell. We gotta know how to spell all the names. <laughs> know how to spell driscoll and mccarran where how many c's and r's and all that stuff it's, it's is tough. there an a between the two in between <laughs> the m and the c yeah exactly yeah. jags bills i have two questions number one is josh allen a trustable starting quarterback going forward no because i tried to do specialist. this last time well here's the thing so if this was a couple weeks ago before the onset of russell wilson going uh back to the running game before lamar jackson getting the start this would have been the highest rushing total of a quarterback this year. When Ru- when Russell Wilson ran for 92, that was the highest of the year. He ran for over 100 yards today and a rushing touchdown, his third of the season. Right. So it's something that's in his skill set. So it always brings him to the table as like a desperation streamer. But we've seen him play well, and then we've seen him play bad. Um, they play the Miami Dolphins next week, which isn't like – 
the worst matchup in the world. Some days they've up, shown up, though, those Dolphins. Yeah, I looked up their schedule up the road. You know, they still play Miami twice. Um, they also get some other beatable matchups uh, down the road. So I was actually looking at Josh Allen as, you know, a guy that I might try and target in DFS. But you're right, Tom. I think he's a little too inconsistent in your redraft leagues because, you know, we're, we're approaching, the you know, the holiest of weeks, as we love to say. And, uh, you know, Josh Allen in the holiest of weeks. Yeah. Really? Really? Question I mean, number- I think Miami's going to have to – sorry. Miami's just going to have to look at the film and learn how to stop him from running like that because that's the only way he's really succeeded, those deep balls that he threw. Uh, I don't want to call them lucky what or anything. Throw, but he, oh, my God. I mean, he was a millisecond away from getting strip sacked as well. Yeah. So, you know, a couple things go his way. You know, he makes a couple moves. They weren't ready for him to rush like that. I think the next few teams will be ready for him to rush like that. And if Miami can't learn their lesson on him twice, yeah. then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, question number two. Is it time to stop looking at the Jags defense as a bad matchup? Yes. I mean, their it's team over. is so bad right now. They're and ter- they're they have eight. like some real storyline ter- turmoil going on that yeah. we love to get involved in. You know, like the Ramsey stuff. Jalen Ramsey basically auditioning for other teams right now and – you know, it's just really going south for them. For a team that won the or went to the AFC Championship game last year, yeah. they went 13 and three. They might finish three and 13 this yeah. year with the way it's, it's looking. Inta- I mean, it's intact. So against that defense, you know, they play Indy coming up next week, and you know, I'm not benching Andrew Luck. And they might be without Leonard Fournette because he got in a, in a nice little fist fight with yeah, Shaq Lawson. Was... And uh, oh, well, we should bring up they, they took that T.J. To Yeldon. Room. Yes, I we mean, should bring up T.J. Yeldon as an add, a must-add if he's if he's still out there. Even Carlos Hyde could be a usable like stash just to see what the reports are like this week. I, I expect him to be suspended because he did this in the second half of the game, yeah. which usually means that like they consider he played most of that game, so this won't be his suspension. This yeah. was just an ejection. Oh, That's at least the way I football is the only sport that does that, and I do not like that at all. Um, there a lot of people using the precedence of the Michael Crabtree Akib Talib fist fight from last year as reasoning for why um, why they think Fournette will be suspended. And I don't think that's even into it. But um, yeah, two games it was looking like the uh, barometer for that. We'll see how it happens. I think both of those guys appealed it and got it down to one. Either way, Raiders Ravens, Lamar. I mean, so Lamar Jackson has finished his QB thirteen, and he was a definite top ten quarterback this week. The Ravens get a defensive touchdown and a punt return. Yeah, two the week before he doesn't even score a touchdown. So like, we haven't even seen him play well yet, at by any stretch of the imagination. Even by just regular quarterback metrics, we haven't seen him play that well yet. And he's a QB one in the weeks that he's played. Yeah. So you know, this is the kind of thing that we were alluding to his dual threat ability. And it's just, unlike anything we've ever seen. Exactly. And you know, I, I really think it's akin to Michael Vick and. He's showing it. He's showing yeah. by by his floor looks like it's going to be QB1 because he's barely getting touchdowns, and he's still yeah. delivering. These two, two picks that he had this week, people will get upset with two tip ball interceptions. Yeah. Though. So, you know, easily could have gone the other way, and now you're looking at a no-pick game and, you know, like, oh, holy crap, Lamar's the best. So yeah. I'm still excited, Yes. and I will be all year. I hope um, they start him again next week. Gus Edwards was looking like the play at running back before Alex Collins was announced out for this game with an injury. I think if he's still out there, you got to go get him because – they're going to feed him the ball, and Alex Collins, we don't know when he's going to get back at this point, and that's a huge deal. Yeah, he's still not catching balls, though. Um, he didn't he didn't register a catch in this game or a target. Ouch. That stinks. Great stat, Tom. For the Raiders, they still stink. 
Doug Martin, though. You Doug know? Martin like, looking good, though. If you're desperate, I think he's going to ride out the season. So uh, we'll move on now. Panthers, Seahawks, what a game from Christian McCaffrey. How about just what a game? You know, yeah, this great was a game great overall. football game. I had a feeling it was going to be. There's a lot of desperation between these two teams playing for, uh, you know, these final wild card spots. But, yep. yes, CMC goes for 240 total, 11 catches and two scores. Maybe, depending on your league scoring, the highest scoring performance of your entire season. Thank yeah. you, CMC. Oh. You done good, kid. Such a great game. So fun to watch too. Even as someone who was playing against him in a couple of leagues, it's like when he's when you, when you got a guy playing like that, it's just like just enjoy it. Like you're gonna lose. Oh, beautiful. You know that by now. You know what I mean? Cam's been playing great recently. We had happy Cam. It stinks that Olsen had a clunker, but he was due for one. Yeah, he was. Well, he had a catch in the end zone, sift right through his hands like sand, and it would have really saved his day. But Sounds like all it would have these saved guys. yours too, Tom. It <laughs> would have saved another, my day as well. Did he have another one like that last week too that I'm remembering now or no? He um, caught it last week. Yeah, he hauled it. But I don't know. Caught it. Okay. But right. he's still, uh, you know, still getting those red zone targets, so. Yeah. Keep starting them. Yep. Yeah, and the good thing is, is you know, Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton, Greg Olson. I know we talk about it with uh, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, but all these guys have that strong schedule coming up. All of them. Right. So yeah, you can do way worse than having people. Panthers in your lineup. Absolutely. All right, we will move on now to uh, where am I looking? Where am We're I going looking? Patch Jets. I'll, Patch I'll Jets. open this yes, one. Thank you. I'll open this one with me scrolling through my DraftKings app around 11.30 this morning to find out that Gronk was 5,100 on DraftKings. Coming oh off a bye week fully healthy. Now he'll probably shoot up to his respectable score. Hopefully you guys were able to play him this week and get a touchdown out of him because Gronk is back. Back. Yes, absolutely. You know who scares, who likes to scare me more than anyone in the NFL? Rob Gronkowski? Sony Gronk? Michelle. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. That was so crazy. Gruesome. Looked like he was done again, but Sony rises once more. Yes, he does. Comes back in for a 30-yard carry <laughs> and exits back out promptly. Yep. But I think that he's going to continue, you know, that usage. You saw him get 20 carries in this game for 130 yards. You know, yep. this the Sony Michelle that we saw maybe, you know, in the middle portion of that season could be coming back for your playoff stretch run. And, yeah. God, I hope he does. Absolutely. Um, for the Jets, I mean, they you suck. Know, it does look like Darnold's <laughs> coming back, so that might temper expectations about Jermaine Curse, because uh, we're just gonna have to see what that offense is gonna look like with the rookie at the helm. Um, you know, just not a lot to enjoy. I think you can drop Isaiah Crowell if you haven't already. I mean, he's just not giving you anything. I, yeah, I don't know. He's he's better than a lot of people in a pinch, and running backs are few and far between. They, yeah, I don't know. Like in, in the one league where I had him, I, I let him go this week. It'd have so to be a like really, up on really nice matchup, I yeah. think, for me to ever ever consider starting him. Uh, Herndon saw another eight, eight, seven or eight targets in this game too. So, he looks good. Um, yeah, and he looks, you know, he's going to continue to look good. They're going to continue to use him. They're going to continue to be losing and throwing. So Herndon could be a guy you can play in a pinch as well. Another guy you could do a lot worse than. Uh, we'll go the to Jets. The, yes, <laughs> guys, you could do a lot worse than. <laughs> Uh, the Patriots – or sorry, I just we just did that. The Giants and the Eagles. Saquon Barkley went out and won this game, and then the Giants for gave the rest it away of the game promptly. just gave it away. Um, great game for Ertz. He scores a touchdown. Josh Adams' back. story of this game, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. we brought him up before, but he gets 22 carries. You know, this is looking like if he continues this, 
he can be that guy off the waiver that you're talking about for years. You know, I remember one year I picked up Josh Adams and he got 20 carries every week from week 12 all the way through the end. And he led me to the championship. It could be that type of story. It really could. That's, I mean, that's music to my ears, man. That is just, I mean, dude, you picked up, you know, if you picked him up last week, you're, it looks like you're picking up 20 touches a week in an offense that scores points. Yeah. It's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, weird play with uh, Nelson Aguilar, too, when the that ball got tipped and he caught it. or Almost caught it. Almost caught yeah, it. Yeah, he's always involved with those tip balls. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the fourth down that he picked up. Right. Not as, not as interesting of a play. <laughs> Cardinals, Chargers. Melvin Gordon scores twice, then gets hurt. Phillip Rivers opened this game with 25 straight completions. 28 of 29 in the Tw- game. Oh, uh, the highest uh, single game completion percentage. Uh for a quarterback to finish with, hashtag stats. Tied the com- this consecutive completions record with yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Who did it over a two-week span Which last should year. should count, by When the he way. was throwing, like, you know, 14 times a game. Yeah, four-yard out routes to J- Jarvis Landry every play. But either way. I think I remember that. I'll tell you what. In a, even in a tough matchup with Patrick Peterson, our Keenan Allen heater, Don, I think we can say it survives another yes, week. Yes, it does. He catches all of his targets and scores. This guy is in prime form yeah. right now, heading down the, the point where the season where, you know, Melvin Gordon might be missing time. Yeah. This becomes a throw-heavy offense where who is the guy that's going to be moving the ball in the middle of the field? It's Keenan Allen. Yeah. So this could be that time where he starts to get that wild target share and start to explode again. I really hope so. You know, I think everyone who's drafted him at this point is pretty content with way, the way he's played. Mm-hmm. Started off kind of cold at the beginning, but you know he's getting hotter and hotter and hotter, and this offense is still rolling. Yep, absolutely. All right, moving on now, we've got the Dolphins and the Colts. Uh, a weird 425 game, but an interesting one. Uh, Dolphins kept it close with the Colts all game. Pretty back-and-forth game. An Andrew Luck, Captain Andrew Luck. Eight, Want to talk about heaters? Eight straight <laughs> games with at least three passing touchdowns. The dude hasn't gone under 20 since week three. The heater continues. It's amazing. For Captain Andrew Luck. Oh, just so. He's happy. my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so happy for you, Tom. <laughs> I'm taking him home I'm jealous. to mom and dad, and I'm, and I'm proud. That's how, that's how proud Absolutely. I am of Andrew Luck right now. I mean, you can't turn him away. Uh, I do hate that they went for the win here with the with the field goal option. I needed him to throw one, but I, I, would I forgive love that too, Tom. I forgive the man because of all he's done for me yes. so far. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, just like just and when like he's James away Conner at war, gets a pass. So does Andrew Luck. When he's away at war, I'll write him every day. Send him some uh, raccoon meat <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. the heck it is. <laughs> Uh, some so, squirrel pellets and some. Yeah. <laughs> I need my pellets. Uh, like raccoon. I think it's raccoon oil and squirrel pellets. Yeah, that's pellets. it. Yeah, that's sure. it, Tom. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steelers Broncos. One of my favorite stats that came out this week. In the last three weeks, the Broncos have played teams with a win streak of five games or more. That has never happened in NFL history. Uh, which was so. I yeah, I know. Scott oh, was sorry. showing me that Stephon Diggs scored, and it ruined me in a week in the league. <laughs> But that's Us okay. In a league. Us too. Oh no, that's yeah. right. Yeah, oh, it's bad. Well. Yeah, anyway, um, for the Broncos though, Philip Lindsay. What did I tell you guys? He's gonna outdo his Yahoo projection every <laughs> single week. 110 rushing yards on only 14 carries. He they didn't scores. give him enough carries. They don't. They just don't ever. Tom, I got another question for you. 
Where are you taking Philip Lindsay next year? Oh, boy. I don't have to, brother. I'm keeping him. Oh, yeah. I love it. But I think Because you're only in one league, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm only in one fantasy. Uh, I think he goes around. I know this is a cop out, too, but I think that four, five, six range. Yeah. um, And it's just going to be. He's going to be someone that I'll actually reach down for because of that uh, position scarcity, and I know what he can do. Uh, but yeah. it is also a little scary because I think they will try to work Royce Freeman in a little bit more. But Philip Lindsay, right now, just too good to work yeah. somebody else in. I say give him the ball 20 times a game or else. For the Steelers. Every down. Yeah. For the Steelers, another quiet James Conner game. We thought he was going to get the touchdown at the end of the game. Uh, and then Ben happened. I mean, this was a great football game, yeah, it too. it was a great game. Pick in the end zone to win the game for the Broncos yeah. in the game they absolutely By a guy who was lined up needed. as a lineman at the beginning of the play, too. It was awesome. Awesome play. Juju has been in the league for two years, and he has two touchdowns of at least 97 yards. They were both exactly 97 yards. <laughs> oh, this one today my and last year. goodness. Oh. That guy Get is on un- your bike. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dude, he's got a motorbike, too. Once he gets going, he is gone. Yeah. He stiff arms a guy to the ground on his way as well. Buried him. Speed and power. Juju is a beast. Yes. Beast. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We've got Packers-Vikings going right now. Devontae Adams scored. Stephon Diggs scored. Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook also adding touchdowns. Um I don't know. This game has broken my heart in a lot of different ways already. So I've reached I'm, the point in the year where, the... like, I definitely need wins in some leagues. Right. And it definitely doesn't matter in some, and it's really hard for me to tell, like, which yeah. is which and what's going where. I I know I need to pay attention to Cousins somewhere and Diggs somewhere and all these other guys, but, you right. know, I'm enjoying the ride, Donnie. We're pushing for the playoffs. It's the offs push. I think one of my leagues, I'm done, though, man. Yeah. Just one, though. The other five, I think I have a <laughs> yeah. good shot. Titans, Texans, I'm going to need like a 60-point effort from Deshaun Watson in one of my leagues, so I'm Imagine. probably going to get that. <laughs> probably going to get it, right? I need Kiki. Kiki to do it all. I mean, I wouldn't mind that as long as he gets uh, that threshold, but um, really exciting time yeah. of year, though. You know, just... la- Next week, for most leagues, is the last week of the regular season. This season has gone faster than anything I could have ever imagined. It's been a thrill ride. And, and, like, we have the proof. We weren't talking about last season like this at all. Like, this, I think this season was just so much more of a blur than last Well, one. last season, really, you know, I had brought it up throughout the year. It was really a down year for the NFL yeah. from a points perspective and a lot of different things. The quarterback play was so bad. Now they change up the rules a little bit for us fantasy fans. We protect the quarterback a little bit more. We protect our wide receivers a little bit more. And all of a sudden, we're scoring more touchdowns. And there's more smiling faces as people check their apps that's all we need you can check out our twitter profiles with our smiling faces on it scott's at wags ff tom's at hillier ff i'm at why so serious you can find the show at ruts ff you can check us out on instagram straight flexing with man catch monday you will see who actually won my votes obviously for nick chubb because anytime we can get a non-wide receiver in there uh we got to do it and uh, and we didn't even peg him much as a receiving back, and no, now he is. Well, it's because he had zoning. We <laughs> yeah. we talked about that a little bit too about how yeah, we did say that, you know give him give him some more credit on that front. I, I believe that was saying. you, Tom. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, so that's gonna do it for everybody. We will see you Thursday for the Week 13 preview, the last gasp for some of you teams on the fringe of the playoffs. We're gonna try to help you get into the offs, get into the show, get into the holiest. Of fantasy football weeks. We'll help you do that on Thursday. Until then, keep scoring. Baby, we were born to win.